everybody welcome to the pr podcast give you guys a better insight how to master your bodies and raising your prs in and outside the gym my name is joseph i'm here with my two amazing hosts annabelle hi and morgan hello yeah, a little delay there you guys sleeping <laughs> <laughs> we're good man see typically a lot of we caffeine. do these podcasts well typically we well before we used to do the podcast early in the morning but now it's 704 p.m so we do have some, some of our coffee cups here. You can hear. What do you call it? ASMR? What is it? ASMR. Yeah. There you go. That's Morgan. That, that's Morgan. Damn, you didn't make any Delicio. noise. Delicioso. <laughs> you had to slurp whenever a little have, bit more. Whenever you have a child in the house, you learn to be a lot more quiet with everything you do. Yeah, that was <laughs> okay. absolutely silent. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Did we uh, get a training session in today yet, guys? Not yet. I got to do mine right after this. So same. So do I. What about you, Morgan? Uh, today was rest day, aka calves and biceps day. You know what it is. <laughs> Sexy <Day>. muscles. <laughs> yeah. Sex, they are. They're the show muscles. Muscles that really have no benefits, but they make you appear like you are strong. Like if you have big biceps, automatically people think you're strong. Big yeah. calves automatically people think you're strong not only that they could take you from a nine to a ten so you know trying to get every point we can around here even though i don't need it because I'm a, I'm a taken man but still i was yeah. wait, i was waiting for yeah. something keep, no you still got to keep that scorecard up you got to keep it up that's right <laughs> if you want extra benefit just walk around your house on, on your tippy toes and uh, a little more uh hypertrophy for the calves that's what i do all day in my kitchen. Yeah, I can't reach anything. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check out your calves. Facts. I don't even think I've noticed. <laughs> That's rude, it's, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that. Hey, come no on, we've been in quarantine. Nervous. We've been in quarantine. Come on. Yeah. I haven't seen uh, you like in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send pictures. I'm gonna send pictures in the group text every morning now. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I was actually talking about this 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 morning at the gym when I was doing my calves. Uh, Joseph, you know him, a D-Dub bodybuilder. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went up to him and I was just I was just messing around with him. I was like, hey, man, what's the secret? Like, you got high, high calf insertions like I do. So there's hope, you know, because he has massive calves. So I told him, hey, what's the secret, man? He's like, you know what? He's a damn Stairmaster. He's like, I'm on that thing like for hours. And I'm just on my the bones of my feet. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, um, I think I'm going to have to find a different solution because I am not going to do that. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> no, thank you. See, like, um, I also have high calf insertion, so, like, just, like, mm-hmm. the ball right underneath the, the, the knee, the back of the knee. And um, my illusion is high high top socks. You you cover up the, <laughs> the bottom part of the calf where it kind of just goes flat, and that way people only see the high insertion. Mm-hmm. I'm a bodybuilder, so it's all about smoke and mirrors, all about illusions. Life hacks right here for free. Yeah. I'll know I've made it when my joggers, when I pull them up, they stay put because my calves are so big. <laughs> they're so tight because <laughs> right now they keep sliding down and it's a struggle, you gotta, especially you in this heat. Them. You got to roll them all the way up to the back of the knee then. <laughs> hey, man. 
<laughs> so maybe next year. It's not working so far. <laughs> oh man, I remember back when I was like at middle school, guys used to put the uh, rubber bands over the bottom of their jeans. Remember that yeah. around the ankle area? Do the same thing, bro. Just do it right over your calves. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways. <laughs> All right. All these words and. <laughs> Yeah, take another sip. We're gonna need a little more caffeine. Is that the last of it? Almost. Got oh. one more. What's what's what What's are up? you sipping on? What what kind of beans is it? Where's it from? What you got in it? I'm actually drinking uh instant coffee. So like I'm drinking Folgers, I think, crystals. No, no, this is a Nest Nest Cafe, but it, it has mm. it's called Cafe de Oya. So from the oh, pot. Oh yeah. So it's it tastes pretty good because it has like a cinnamon flavor. Have you ever heard of that like that cat poop uh, coffee, like in Bali? So basically, these cats oh, they eat yeah. the coffee bean and then when they poop it out, they get the coffee bean and brew it because I guess like the acidity of the cat's stomach actually changes the flavor of the bean. It's supposed to be like a luxury coffee drink out there. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah. No, it makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever <laughs> which part of that do you make sense <laughs> shake your head just... all right i don't know man so anyways my, my coach dan was actually out in bali and he and he tried it he put it on his on his instagram and uh he said it tastes like regular coffee though he's like yeah, it tastes like regular coffee i'm like did they show you the cat though what about you joseph what kind of coffee are you drinking anything special in that cup of yours um, I just got some just plain old Dunkin' Donuts Keurig coffee, just medium roast, some stevia, sugar-free creamer, unsweetened on milk. Nothing special, but it gets the job done. That's actually how my coffee always is, to be honest. It's pretty, pretty simple. Pretty basic. Pretty basic. Yeah. And I like, I know a lot of competitors in their own prep. They do like black coffee, no sweeteners. Uh, nah, that's not me. If it's zero calories, I roll with it. I crave it. I crave black coffee sometimes, like the bitter. Like it's almost like, I don't know. Imagine when heart. you want like a drink. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> something something for the soul to match it. <laughs> yeah, just black like my soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that kind of will bring us uh, into a beautiful segue in today's topic, which is actually going to be um, caffeine. How much do we be drinking? What should be the daily limit? Is it bad to drink too much? And uh, should we be taking a break from caffeine as well? So who wants to start this off? Annabelle, volunteering you. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, I guess I want to like preface a little bit like uh, about how caffeine even works. And this is not just coffee. This is caffeine from energy drinks, tea, whatever it might be, um, chocolate even. So the reason people love caffeine and it's the most popular nootropic uh, is basically it just makes you not be tired. And like that's layman's terms, but that's actually what happens. So there's, I'm going to try. Okay. So there's this thing in your brain, it's called an adenosine modulator. And basically what caffeine does is it blocks adenosine from setting in adenosine is basically the thing that tells your body to start winding down to 
um, like kind of relax a little bit. Like it allows tiredness to set in, which like basically at night, by the time, like the day goes on, it allows you to fall asleep. Um, if you picture adenosine, that's like a key and what it does, like it sets into your A1 receptors, alpha one receptors. So you have a key, you have your alpha one receptors, the more adenosine that sets into those receptors, that's how tired you get. Caffeine comes in, you have your coffee in the morning, whatever it is, and it blocks that key. So it takes that alpha one receptor spot. So adenosine can't set in. So basically the way caffeine works is depending on what else is in your caffeine, right? Like, so if you have sugar, um, if your energy drink is non-sugar free, or if you add cream or sugar to your coffee, then you're getting caffeine and sugar, right? You're getting like a double boost, but essentially you're basically telling your body, no, 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 we're not, we're not letting adenosine like wind us down. We need this, uh, energy. Like, so it's interesting because people have coffee and I don't know that people like necessarily understand like the mechanisms. They just know they want it. They mm -hmm. like it. They need it. Um, caffeine, like for some people could be, it could have like, uh, an addictive effect. So, we'll talk a little bit about, Morgan says, nah, <laughs> um, we could talk a I little bit about like, <laughs> yeah, about, uh, what like the upper limit might be and why I think all three of us, uh, phase out our caffeine consumption at different points in our lives. I don't know how often, depending on what's going on. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it's, one of my favorite molecules ever. That's literally the logo, our PR podcast logo is a caffeine <laughs> yeah, molecule. I was about to say that. So yeah, we love caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine makes the road go round. And uh, as far as like ballpark for what we consume, like I'm around like the three to 400 max mark a day. Uh, what would you say yours is Annabelle? I'm right around like 400 too. That's um, like my limit. So in college, it was weird. So in college, we had to do like this health behavior change, like project on ourselves. And that was my project. Cause in college I was having like six, 700, depending on what I had going on. So I made it like uh, throughout a quarter of school to manage my caffeine consumption. So ever since I did that, I realized like four to 500 is like, it's fine for me, like to be able to do what I need to do, but still sleep and <laughs> like function like a normal human being. <laughs> um, so since then I kind of kept it around that. Sometimes I'll go over, I almost always have at least a hundred milligrams a day. Yeah. So we had a short conversation about this before the podcast and we were kind of, um, flabbergasted by how much caffeine Morgan tends to bring in. <laughs> and, uh, what, what, what is that, that limit for you, Morgan? Yeah, it's a, uh, so, okay. So I've, since the last time we talked about caffeine, I've actually brought it down. Okay. okay. I think the last time I was close to like a thousand, right. Per day. <laughs> Cause I would just take 600 milligrams before my training session. And that's not equating for my morning coffee, which is, I just got to drink my coffee to 
I don't know why. I don't. I don't have to. It's just. It's a habit. It's just rich. I grab it's my coffee ritual. and I. Yeah, I start. I grab a coffee. I start reading and I pet my dog with the other hand. And it's just that's just how I start my day, right? <laughs> and another six mil six hundred milligrams before training, and then sometimes after that, I'll have like another sip of coffee later in the day, uh, just to kind of focus on what I was doing, but. I actually had to pull back because I was starting to get um, anxiety <laughs> and I could like heart palpitations. Uh, yeah. I was starting to get anxiety <laughs> and, I, and I couldn't sleep. And for no reason, I'd just be a trip in at night. I'm like, God damn it. Like I just, my mind was going crazy. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, at first I thought it was cause I was just super stressed, which might have been part of it, but I know for, I think it was most likely just because I was just consuming way too much caffeine and way too close to bedtime mm -hmm. right because i would say i go to sleep around i go to bed around nine fall asleep around between nine and ten and my last cup of coffee would be around six like right now you know so i would just not be able to sleep much uh but now i only drink 600 milligrams which is <laughs> not a lot for me that's, i think that's pretty that's good the, that's an improvement yeah that's, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that's an improvement so I still have my same habits. I, I wake up, drink my cup of coffee, pet my dog and read. And then uh, I take a pre-workout before training, which is about, I have two. So one has 300 milligrams, one has 200 milligrams. And depending what flavor I want is the one I take. So that's okay. usually what I drink. <laughs> I almost thought you were going to say, I, I do one of each. So no, no, <laughs> like, no, no, okay, no, well, that's that. like 500. Back, I mean, back in my day, I mean, last year, you know, maybe, but not anymore. Yeah. So like I dry and then I'll have, one. yeah, then later I'll probably have another cup of coffee like I did right now, but it's very small. Yeah. So it's do about you, do 600. Do you cut yourself off? Or, so you said 6 p.m. Like that's kind of when you cut yourself off. Like No, so no, no. I, I cut it to, today because we're on this podcast. And for me, it's bedtime right now. Like right now it's my winding down time. <laughs> okay. Right. But because we're on the podcast, I need a little something. So I drank some coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or else. Some people talk about alcohol. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yes, I need it. I need it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, usually around 12 is the last time I consume uh, caffeine. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm a morning Eight. person. So usually the first one's around 5. Yeah. And then the next one's around 8.39 because I hit the gym. And then that's it. Nice. And then after that, I don't need caffeine for anything else. Just food okay. for energy. Yeah. 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 And like, um, and the average person, they consume about, uh, based on a study, about 180 milligrams daily of caffeine. And I know that's probably completely different among the fitness industry, but just people in general is around 180 milligrams uh, daily. Now, for people who are kind of looking to bring up their caffeine content, um, if you want to try to avoid some adverse side effects like, headaches or just making your head spin um like you said anxiety stuff like that yeah not being able to sleep at night um the safe max which is you know based on person to person but typically the safe max of caffeine per day to avoid any type of adverse side effects is around the 400 milligram mark per day so if you're someone who's looking to kind of raise your caffeine content a little bit that could be a good ballpark number to kind of base your numbers around of and you could do kind of like what morgan does and bring in the bulk of your caffeine earlier in the day to avoid restlessness at night or even um, right before your workout to possibly even help um, improve performance. Yeah. 
So a typical serving of caffeine, like a cup of coffee, say, like is 90 to 100 milligrams of caffeine. That's like a six to eight ounce, depending on how you brew it, if it's light roast, dark roast, whatever. Um, there's a half-life for that caffeine and everybody metabolizes it different. But for most adults, it, the peak is at around two hours. For most adults too, you start seeing or feeling the effects of caffeine, like 20 to 30 minutes, like from drinking it. I don't know, depending on if you like slam it or like if you're on an empty stomach, like that all matters. But if you're like, that's, that's kind of why I was asking about like, when do you cut yourself off? Cause if your peak is at two hours after consuming a hundred milligrams, like you can pretty much expect like a four hour lifespan of like a cup of coffee. Right. And some people like will have a cup and then, you know, work for a few hours and have another cup and they kind of like push that lifespan. But if you're having coffee, like, or, or any ca caffeine, right. Like pre-workout, like two hours before bed, three hours before bed, there's a chance that that's still in your system. You might still be able to sleep. Like I know, like I have family members or like my aunts who are like, oh yeah, I have a cup of coffee at night to unwind or something. Um, and it's not decaf, right? Like it's just like a warm beverage, you know, whatever it is, like the mind's incredible. You could probably over overpower whatever it's trying to tell you. But um, yeah, so like those sleep like inhibiting like effects could be like anywhere like two or more hours before you go to bed. Yeah. And before we get into like some of the benefits of caffeine, especially when it comes uh, to fitness, um, I know people are probably wondering like, what's the limit? Like what number should you definitely not go over on a daily basis? And um, based on studies, that number is around 1200 milligrams of caffeine per day. Um, there is a report of a guy intaking 1600. He went to the hospital and survived. So he's cool. That's probably Morgan. Um, <laughs> and, and then you have other reports of people bringing in 600 milligrams and, you know, having serious health issues off of it. So obviously if you have underlying health conditions, be very mindful how much caffeine you are bringing in daily. Uh, but yeah, but that daily toxic limit, you do want to be careful not to pass that 1200 milligram mark. That is for sure. Now to go into some of this uh, performance enhancing benefits, because I know people that they rely on caffeine before their workouts, like they need it. If they don't have their caffeine before their workouts, they are not having a good workout or they basically, some people don't even work out at all because they're so dependent on it. And, you know, it could be, you know, placebo and it could be some actual scientific evidence behind that. And so it's funny because we all kind of did our own research on this topic and we all kind of found like different, different studies that kind of showed slightly different benefits when it came to caffeine. Um, so I'm going to throw out the one I, I found, which is uh, they're testing 28 men. Uh, all these 28 men are already were already trained and they basically had them consume different amounts of caffeine and they wanted to check their performance. So they had them train upper and lower body days for, for all these caffeine intakes. So for one part of the study, they had them bring in 160 milligrams of caffeine. For another part of the study, they had them bring in 320 milligrams of caffeine. And then for the last part of the study, they had them bring in 480 milligrams of caffeine. So definitely on the higher end. Um, throughout these, they noticed there was zero evidence of strength benefits, whether it was the caffeine group or the placebo, regardless of how much caffeine they were bringing in. But what they did found was that there was a big benefit when it came to endurance training. So whenever they lowered the weight and increased the repetitions, 
there was improvement. It was pretty minimal, only increasing their endurance repetitions by to about uh, six to eight extra repetitions. But if you're someone trying to get the most out of your training, that you know those type of numbers can make a difference. Um, so I know Annie, right? You had a different type of study that you found that did show increases in strength. Uh, so and, and we're gonna and we're. Oh, sorry. And we're also going to put these studies out on the podcast as well. So you guys can look at these studies for yourself also. Yeah, it, it wasn't necessarily a study, but it was kind of like a, like a caffeine meta-analysis. It basically just said like ranges, right? So like most people, mm-hmm. so the benefits like it is like, because we kind of talked about like those adenosine receptors are in your brain. So like a lot of it will have to do with like endurance, your cognitive function, your focus. That's why a lot of people use it for work, you know, for workouts, pre-workouts, they have caffeine, some, you know, some of it, but it has like a lot of other ingredients that are also beneficial for your workout. And it's not just caffeine. Um, but there was a strength endurance component that was like right around like the 500 milligrams. Um, and I mean, it's going to depend. Everybody's going to metabolize it different. A lot of the studies that are done are on males. Um, some are trained. So women might be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, I mean, some of the benefits are still the same, uh, usually for like fat burning or we won't even say fat burning fat oxidation. It's like around 200 to 250, which just so you know, fat oxidation does not mean you're burning fat. It just means like the fat molecules in your body are being oxidized. It could lead to improved. (laughs) Yeah, it could. Yeah, it could lead, but it doesn't. So because I don't want people to be like, okay, let me just chill on my couch and just drink coffee. And that's it. You know, you you still have to, you have to mobilize that oxidized fat (laughs) and be in a caloric deficit still. (laughs) (laughs) So it can make weight loss somewhat a little bit easier if you're using it in the proper way, obviously. Morgan, anything you want to add? Um, no. So I I don't know. I can't, I wish I would have found that study, but I believe it was like a six milligrams per kilogram. Was that right? Three, Mm three to six or like the range three to six milligrams per kilogram of body weight. So I think it's about six milligrams per kilogram that you might see some type of benefit for like strength or something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, so that's probably why that uh, study that you found, Joseph, probably didn't show that because just the intake was a little bit less. A little bit lower, um, yeah. Yeah, so, but besides that, I think taking caffeine still probably a good idea for training um, just because I know it could also give the perception of weight not feeling as heavy or you not feeling as tired when you're training. Um, I've tried this myself where I don't take caffeine for a certain session uh, same weight, uh, same point in training, and definitely when I do take caffeine, <laughs> it feels easier, right? Again, it could just be like a perception thing, but it definitely helps. Mm-hmm. If I feel I'm moving the weight a lot better, it's going to do well for my confidence. It's just going to help me have a like more pep to my step while I'm training, you know, more and just have a good That's time right. as, huh. as opposed to like, <laughs> like, damn, this shit feels heavy today. Like what's going on? So I think that might be a a good reason to take caffeine for training. Yeah. And um, I think the typical answer for, for this is 
going to be the answer for most things at fitness where it's, it depends. Yeah. It really depends on the individual because I've been training in the evenings, caffeine free for about six to seven years now. And um, I train in the daytime, probably once or twice a month. And during those training sessions, I do bring in caffeine and I notice no difference whatsoever in my training sessions there. They go exactly the same. I just bring in the caffeine because I know I can, but as far as performance wise, I don't notice any difference whatsoever, whether I bring in caffeine or not. And <clears throat> one thing I do like about caffeine though, is that you can add things to it to kind of make it last longer, to give you a little bit smoother of a buzz. So that's why you'll see a lot of these pre-workouts or even coffee nowadays. They'll add things like L-theanine that helps smooth out the caffeine or even things like ashwagandha. And then you have companies also adding nootropics nowadays, like Lion's Mane, Herpazine A, Alpha GPC. And so it's pretty cool how these companies are getting a little bit smarter when it comes to almost enhancing the caffeine. Because whenever you add these things to caffeine, you can actually bring in less of a milligram dosage and still get the effects of, of a higher milligram dosage. So if you do guys uh, do want to try some of those things out, you can find them very easily, like on Amazon, organic, you know, brands, sprouts, anything like that. If you do want to get those things. And um, I tried this one coffee company. It was like this mushroom company. I know the MyPup guys, they always- um, Is it Four Sigmatic? That's the one, yeah. I tried their- um, I tried it their their coffee and it had like the lion's mane and all these other type of uh mm -hmm. cordyceps in it pretty much right wasn't a big fan <laughs> i didn't i mean if if you want it for that curved like it extends the half-life of your caffeine and you like the idea of like mushroom <laughs> different mm -hmm. benefits that different mushrooms have but yeah it doesn't taste like a good clean cup of coffee so, so i tried it two to ways add right to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I tried it two ways. So I bought it on Black Friday because it's pretty pricey. So I waited for Black Friday to get the deal. And so I had it on its own. I think by itself is only like 60 milligrams of caffeine. So pretty, really low caffeine content. That's mm -hmm. when I drank it. I'm like, I feel nothing. And then I added it to an actual cup of coffee. And it definitely worked better when I did that. <laughs> yes, I added coffee to my coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you like put in your that. coffee? More, more coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I do want to just make a quick note too, um, which is kind of cool because the uh, American Dietary Guidelines just raised the upper limit for pregnant women for their caffeine consumption. It used to be about 200 to 250. They've raised it to 300, which I mean, it's Jeez. not huge, but there's a lot more. I mean, thankfully, there's a lot, lot more research like being done on pregnant women, especially because there's so many more athletes who are pregnant. There's like a lot of research on women who train and resistance train and use pre-workouts and, you know, drink coffee. So that's kind of cool. So 300 is your upper limit. And before we get to this very fun last segment of the show, we're going to have Annabelle do some takeaways for you guys and hit it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> caffeine, <laughs> have some, if you want some, we said the range for performance would be 250 to about 500. Um, we're going to go ahead and say that like your safe bet would be right around 400 for most adults. If you're still not sure what's right for you, use the formula, which was a range of three to six milligrams per kilogram of body weight. Um, if you need help with conversions, ask Google. And pregnant women, 300 milligrams a day. Unless you're Morgan and your upper limit is just like 600, seven. 
We're all individuals. It depends. <laughs> it, 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 it always depends. Some of us are built different. Okay. <laughs> I see the video of the guy breaking the egg. <laughs> yeah. I'm different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we're getting to our um, our new um, what ending segment of the show of Would You Rather. Annabelle did it last time. Today, Morgan is going to be reading off the questions. All right, this one's a see what you fitness got. fitness edition I found on the interwebs. So the first one is, would you rather constantly smell pungent body odor every time you set foot in the gym or never be able to shower after working out ever again? I'd rather smell it than be smelly. I'd, I, I'm fine with not showering. Cause it's just after working out, I'm going to, I'm going to shower after another, after I cook. (laughs) (laughs) Find a loophole there, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Smells gross me out. In that that case, I agree with Annabelle. (laughs) (laughs) In that case, I'll change my answer. If we find (laughs) loopholes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) After the workout, we're going to stretch. Then we're going to (laughs) shower. Next time we're doing a non-loophole edition. Okay. <laughs> second question. Second question. Okay. Would you rather get an unpickable wedgie every time you try to exercise or work out forever without being able to use headphones? Unpickable wedgie. Yeah, wedgie easy. I get that already. That's basically a thong. I got cakes, so it happens. <laughs> yeah, I dealt with sumo, so what's new? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Forever exercise drenched in someone else's body sweat or forever exercise while smelling someone else's protein farts? Protein farts. Yeah, I would hate to have somebody else's sweat on me. <laughs> you guys want to smell people's protein farts? <laughs> Rather than having somebody else's you guys sweat been around on me? Yes. <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, the other one's too gross. All right, next one, next one. Uh, Would you rather do burpee exercises for two hours straight or lift heavy weights for 30 minutes while you have raging diarrhea? (laughs) (laughs) I'm lifting weights. (laughs) I'm not doing burpees burpees. two hours. (laughs) I'll I'll do do the burpees. (laughs) I'll move slow. (laughs) I'm not gonna have I mean, an effective workout if I have raging, like raging diarrhea. Like there's regular diarrhea, and then there's raging, raging like it's going down diarrhea. your leg. Diarrhea. You're probably gonna get kicked, you're probably gonna get kicked out, kicked out the gym, or you're probably gonna be in the toilet the entire time. Yeah, you probably like, won't even make it, it right? You could. Diarrhea. I think you could die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not doing burpees for <laughs> caffeine. I think we'll uh, do the burpees. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to poop myself. I've had that experience, and it's not fun. <laughs> All right, next one. We'll, we'll be sure to talk about that in a future episode. I know. <laughs> Just would you rather get in there, <laughs> right, gentlemen and ladies? Please. Okay. <laughs> would you rather forever work out at a gym where no one showers or uses deodorant, or forever work out at a gym that only has treadmills? Uh, Fuck! I'll lift the treadmill up. Yeah. <laughs> only treadmills. Uh, 
Yeah, on the treadmills. <laughs> leg pressing it. We're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna lift it up. I'm gonna curl it. Shoulder yeah. press it. Lay underneath it. Bench press it. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't do that. I'll I'll take the gym. I work out of the gym where no one showers or uses deodorant. Yeah. Well, yeah, you power lift, so treadmills <laughs> yeah. yeah. ain't gonna ain't gonna cut it around here. And you've worked out with raging diarrhea before, so yeah. I didn't say that. I said I've had an accident. Some <laughs> 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 put words in my mouth now. Little by little, uh, the story's coming out. Okay, so getting better. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please. Would you rather be forced to exercise every day in used, sweaty, stale gym clothes or be forced to work out in the gym where everyone but you is in the way taking selfies in the mirrors at all times? Sounds like a <laughs> sounds like an everyday gym to me, but yeah. Easy the second one. <laughs> second one. I mean, that's the time we live in now, right? Yeah, probably that one. Next one. Would you rather fart every single rep? Everyone can hear you and smell you. Okay. It wasn't, you're not safe. Everyone knows. Music cut. Okay. You farted okay. loud. Or be unbelievably constipated throughout every single workout. <laughs> oh, jeez. I'd rather fart. It's, it's just one fart. Like be one, so... one fart? Every know, single every rep. rep. Oh, every rep? <laughs> it's a three man. to five rep range day. That's it. <laughs> I'll probably, man, I'll probably have the gym to myself after so many. Ooh, um, that's a plus. Yeah, yeah I'll, go, I'll go with the fart. <laughs> like, oh, here. Joseph's there, man. That fart guy, man. <laughs> I don't, don't want to go to the gender his hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, these ones weren't that great, but some of them were funny. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed them. Those were good. Yeah. It's my turn next week. Mm. It's yeah. going down. Come with it. Bring the heat. Yeah. Something dirty. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? Yeah, his voice got like, uh, so raspy on that. Like, I deep. Sorry, yeah. guys. It's, it's his bedtime. <laughs> Do something. It's about that time. Dirty. That's right. About that time. Okay. Oh, my God. All right, everybody. Appreciate you guys. I appreciate you guys um, a little late in the day for tuning in to another episode of the PR podcast. We appreciate you guys for continuously tuning in. Uh, be sure to hit us up on Instagram. If you guys, if you guys have any questions you want us to cover in future episodes, you guys can find us at PR.podcast. So you guys can find Morgan at Morgan.Aquino. You guys can find Annabelle at Evolve.Annabelle. And you guys can find me at fit underscore fluential. Until then, we'll see you guys next time. We out. Bye. Peace.